Disclaimer. The ideas and views discussed on the show should be considered opinion and not individual medical advice. Though Dr. Tim is board certified and licensed, every human is different, and without individual assessment, concepts and ideas cannot be directly applied with the guarantee of success. Please consult your personal physician or fitness coach before making any changes. Thank you. Welcome back, y'all. This is Jasmine. And this is Dr. Tim. So, I mean, I will discuss later if we're going to leave the question mark on it, but we're going to play another game of truth or myth. Or more, I'm going to ask a couple questions, or at least supply a little bit of information I found on the interweb, and Tim's going to tell me if that's wrong. All that fun stuff. But today we're going to go over vitamins and supplements. Now, disclaimer as always... I don't know if he has a, you know, a doctor, uh, well, I know he's a doctor, but I don't know if he has any sort of, like, scientist diploma back there, but I don't. So please, always go back to your doctors or nutritionists or whoever, whoever you usually consult, or listen to your body in regards to any of the pills or supplements or what have you that we're going to go over. Unless you want to fix my disclaimer. There we go. <laughs> No, I think that was good. Um, I, I have lots of diplomas. I do not have a diploma in nutrition or supplements because, I mean, there really isn't a degree in that per se, unless you've chosen to do a, like a PhD in something along those lines. But um, I do have certification in nutrition. I've done a lot of studying on supplements and things like that and kind of tried to keep up to date on the science. Um, I think that this is this is going to be a good one, but, but absolutely. I mean, these are, as we say, every time, these are general statements and recommendations. Every human being is a little different. So, um, generally what we're going to say is going to apply to most people. There's always going to be outliers and special cases, um, especially, and we're definitely not getting super deep into like medical treatment through vitamins and supplementation. What the fuck sorry. are you doing? I'm moving papers out of my way. I'm so sorry. I like can hear it on your side too. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll leave that in. That's fine. Um, <laughs> but vitamins and, and supplements as they are, they are often given as medical, quote unquote, medical treatment for certain conditions. Um, at some point I'll bring it up. I have a, actually have a interesting story about that. Um, by naturopaths or, um, more natural doctors that are into that sort of thing rather than prescribing people medications and drugs, which I, I think that's probably a good thing. Less medications and drugs in general, is a good thing. Um, but also being given, you know, vitamins and supplements by personal trainers and chiropractors and physical therapists and people that, you know, outside of saying, Hey, this may be something you want to look into. Those are not people that should be making those recommendations to you. That's not really within their scope of practice. It's technically within the scope of practice of a physician, although most of them, especially general practitioners, are going to tell you they do not get a whole lot of training on that. So they're kind of shooting from the hip sometimes too. A um, little longer disclaimer, but <laughs> probably we're probably going to hurt some feelings, but we're also probably going to save some people some money. So true all right so our first supplement 
Yeah, I'm gonna think of a star in a supplement. Um, kind of start in the you know um, body building and health health spectrum is whey protein. Um, <laughs> milk is curdled and strained, used for a liquid whey. <laughs> I did not know that. But usually athletes or uh, or, pe- or muscle builders use this to as an isolated protein to build muscle. Thoughts and feelings. <laughs> I mean, I'm big on <clears throat> protein supplementation, like we said before in some other episodes. People don't get enough protein in general. Supplementing it is a way to get it generally most of what you're going to find is whey protein there are there are other types there's there's pea protein there's you know more vegan types of protein um, but typically most of what you're going to see is whey protein and it's because it's cheap and it's easy to process it does it works for most people if you're not somebody who has some sort of significant dairy intolerance whey protein is good okay good we're starting a good note (laughs) yeah it's what you're gonna find in most things um generally speaking what you do want to make sure is they haven't added a bunch of crap to it that's unnecessary but on the face of it uh whey protein good Woohoo! all right so um just a disclaimer uh, my for myself, uh, I have dyslexia, so I might question the way I'm sp- sending these things out. So it's for weight loss. Uh, bar, 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 bar <laughs> See, this is how you much you know. Oh, no, I don't know this stuff. Let's, let's spell it. B e r b e r i n e. It's a bioactive component. Yeah, sure. Say that again. Berberine? Berberine. Ooh. I can't that's guarantee a... I'm saying that that right. Um, honestly, that's not a supplement that I am super familiar with. And I will say that not that I am an endless encyclopedia or that I know every supplement out there in the world, but I have never heard of that. Um, it's evidently uh, naturally occurring in shrubs and or uh, like an organ grape or the barb berry, like the actual berry. Uh, it's effective in weight loss. That's what it says. <laughs> it's ability to promote healthy blood sugar levels and insulin response. Two factors, a key in weight loss. Yeah. And let's look at, we'll go ahead and find what is the supposed mechanism of berberine. What does it actually? <laughs> I'm making you work. I'm so sorry. I still supposedly <laughs> do. Um, may curb appetite and improve blood sugar levels. The supplement dubbed Nature's Ozempic. Okay, so with <laughs> oh, that oh. reference, it, it seems like it might be a fairly new thing. Um, most effective for treating diabetes, high cholesterol, and canker sores. Interesting. I don't know a whole lot about this one. I can't really say positive or negative. Um, I do think, I don't know how expensive it is, but what I do know is that there are probably a lot cheaper ways to lose weight. I think what I would say is we've, we've talked in the past that if your recovery and your nutrition and your exercise is not dialed in, 
don't start spending money on stuff to add to that just because it may have a small benefit, but it also, it's probably not going to make or break you. Mm. So I see it on two, I'm working off three different lists right now, but Mm -hmm. um, they're kind of the same things. So uh, essential amino acids, or on this one, it says omega Omega three fatty acids. So yeah, um, your omega six and your omega three, you'll see them as a lot of time as your BCAAs, your branch chain amino acid. They are, they have use in certain situations. Um, they're they're usually promoted as a muscle builder. Um, most of the the branch chain amino acids you're going to get are typically readily available in food. And again, if your diet's in line, you're, you're, you're probably, they're not going to hurt you, but you're not necessarily getting any added benefit from them. Uh, one of the places, this is a little on the anecdotal side, but that <laughs> if you are, if you are working out fasted, that, um, having some, some BCAAs in a drink, uh, it, it's typically almost zero calorie, so it's not necessarily going to break your fast, but it is going to let you have some energy. I've had some people that like to do fasted workouts or fasted cardio or just by nature of their schedule end up doing that because they get up super early. Um, and then when they go intense, they feel shitty. They, they kind of feel like they're going to throw up. They don't have a ton of energy. So, And I actually, uh, full disclosure, it's something that I do uh, if I have to do a super early morning workout, I will... Uh, have some some branch chain aminos in in my water, and that in my mind tends to help me get through the workout better, have a little more energy, um, have a little more fuel in the tank. Whether that's placebo to some degree, hard to say. But that, other than, I mean, if you have a your diet is well rounded and you're getting enough proteins, typically that's not something you're going to need extra of. That said. Fish oil Mm -hmm. um, does have a lot of health benefits, which typically tends to contain uh, those are your, again, your, your omegas. And so fish oils do have some healthy fat benefits to them, uh, maybe some joint protection, things like that. But they're one of the short list of supplements that are known to have benefits. And so if you're looking at those specifically, then, then yes. But if it's, um, you know, uh, container of powder from the from the GNC or the super supplements that just says, you know, take these BCAAs and you will build muscle faster? Probably not. <laughs> I I don't even, I'm not even going to lie. If it's not in my pre-workout, I don't bother with it. <laughs> Probably something I need to actually add to my stuff. Sorry. <laughs> and folks, we call that the simple approach. <laughs> If it's not in my pre-workout, why do I need it? <laughs> At least on that front. I mean, I'm do- definitely one. Hey, if you're if you're getting through it, right? Um, but typically, yeah, you're looking for something that has um, omega threes, uh, specifically EPA and DHA. Um, those are found in most fish oils, uh, anchovy, salmon, uh, salmon, cod, those kind of things. But just yay, salmon. They usually come in a mixed fish oil. Oh, so we have to eat all the all of those things. 
Oh, I just want my salmon. Not necessarily. If you, I mean, I have certain brands that I like, but again, if you look at it and it mostly has, if it doesn't have a bunch of extra crap in it and it does have fish oil in it, it says what it has, then yes, um, fish oil, it's, it's a dietary source of omega-3 fatty acids and you need fatty acids if you're, they're not necessarily like a huge performance booster, but from a health perspective, they are good to get. If you're not eating a lot of fish, especially, um, that can be helpful. Um, if you eat too much of it, uh, you will get stomach upset. Typically some people don't like it because it depends on the brand, but it literally does can have a fishy taste to it. If you're taking fish oil, they're usually like a gel cap or something like that on an empty stomach. Mm -hmm. Um, People get people get fish burps. Uh, it's not fun, but they're e either refrigerating them or certain brands that seem to have like an orange or um, a lemon added or something along those lines tends to eliminate that. There are definitely uh, brands that don't do that, and you can tell it's not a it's not a pleasant sensation. All right. So the next one I have is MCTs. Or medium chains. Oh God! <laughs> try, try. I'm not even gonna try it. Yeah. Yeah. Oil. Medium chain triglycerides. Sure. <laughs> Words are hard. Okay. Um, <laughs> they they boomed in popularity recently. Re recently, as a high uh, fat coffee blend. Uh, usually, adding it to coffee. But what you think? We we good with that? We like those? So. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> oil is. I mean, it's it's essentially, it's a different. Uh, the triglyceride is is a is a fat. It's a fatty acid chain. Um, it's just they're they're constructed chemically a little different um, than your your fish oil and that. Um, no, not really. Um, they definitely, they don't provide a lot of added benefit. The, the problem really, cause it says is, a special fat is meant to, uh, meant to be like liquid gold for late for weight loss. Yeah. So that's, says uh, this that's, that's bullshit. Um, <laughs> where, where MCT oil really became, um, popular was with the, they call it uh, bulletproof coffee. I think you kind of alluded to that where, uh, yeah. You put coconut oil in your coffee uh it was kind of in that that atkins vein where it's like it's cool to eat a shit ton of fat and that's good I'm for not you gonna lie. i'd be more for putting butter in my coffee than coconut just throwing that out there and i know that's a thing somewhere actually there's a thing to put cheese in your coffee too or yeah, in your co hot cocoa butter same thing um mm. i had it about the cheese i kind of wish i hadn't um <laughs> but you're no you're you're not really getting any benefit um other than you're ruining your coffee i think but what happens if it doesn't toast in marshmallow then it's not worth it <laughs> you know if they, they put like i think i actually think the I have it here. the The original recipe for bulletproof coffee is a cup of coffee. <gasps> what was two, it? Two, two tablespoons of grass fed butter and one to two tablespoons of MCT oil, which contains four hundred and fifty calories, fifty grams of fat, 
and kind of the if that's how you want to spend your calories by i mean drinking coffee that's gonna make you shit i guess but that's just too much oil and that's just too much <laughs> i mean because the butter will melt and it'll just be more oily it's well and that's that's the thing i mean people who advocate bulletproof coffee they kind of, you know the 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 push is that it gives you it gives you a lot of energy well it's it's 450 calories yeah calories so are what we burn for energy it will give you energy um but here's the thing there i have it right here some research suggests that that medium chain triglycerides the type of fat found in coconut oil may have a small beneficial effect on fat burning um but this is outweighed by the amount of fat you're ingesting yourself. And while MCTs may be superior to other forms of dietary fat, your fat loss progress still comes down to your calorie balance over time. So there may be a small effect of, of MCT oil on burning fat, but the amount of calories and fat you're taking in really kind of off balances that. It's not going to move the needle on actually making you lose weight most likely because you're just eating butter. i mean unless it's the honey butter from out uh from was it who was it? it's the steakhouse it's probably not that good to eat anyway i mean that not to knock butter butter should be on most things like bread butter, butter, butter's not bad butter's not bad <laughs> butter and coffee's kind of gross but um does if not... you can do it sure i guess if that makes you happy no no don't do it just don't <laughs> it's stupid if it makes you happy just do it um, i'm not gonna put this in the five bullet points that it is but basically vitamins a through uh, a through d <laughs> um it's vitamins it's vitamins no <laughs> Okay, with a with a disclaimer, any vitamin is good if you are deficient in it. And again, if you are eating a pretty well-rounded diet and you're eating enough, I mean, most of those are going to come from eating a variety of vegetables and protein sources. Or going sources. out and chafing if the sun's uh, out or the mountain's out, getting that, you know, sun's well, rays. The, the, the D is the one exception. Um, oh, because most people, especially in certain parts of the country and the world, are deficient in vitamin D due to both dietary but also lack of sunshine, especially in the winter. So in general, most vitamins you don't need to supplement per se unless you're missing it in your diet. There's t testing that you can do for that. It's a little expensive and it's going to vary a little bit unless you constantly eat the same stuff. Typically, a good multivitamin, uh, straight over-the-counter daily multivitamin is going to take care of 99% of that. Vitamin D being the one exception because there is just a lot higher incidence of people being um, deficient in vitamin D. Um, mm -hmm. Being deficient in vitamin D plays into a lot of things, including depression and stuff like that, which again goes along with not seeing the sun. Mm. Um, a vitamin D deficiency will kind of make you feel shitty. But again, it's you want to not consider it to be a, a huge game changer unless it's something you're already missing, which is true of a lot of these things. And a simple mm -hmm. multivitamin will take care of it for you. 
the one exception to that being potentially if you are ill or on the verge of getting ill and you up your vitamin C intake briefly, that in some studies has been shown to kind of help fight that off. Uh, that's, mm. where, that's where the orange juice comes from. So I'd rather have Tang. <laughs> you know, that's not real orange juice, right? It's not. But I, bro- I grew up on Tang, okay? It's delicious. Next, uh, like I've seen it in so many forms, it's not even funny, but collagen. Collagen peptide. Collagen. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have the evidence is a little hit or miss but collagen is just specific form of protein it's like if people have this specifically you have type 2 collagen for your hair and type 7 collagen for your nails and i don't really know that i've ever seen anything pan out for that um it says here uh, on the where mm-hmm. I'm looking, it says that it's like other proteins, it's supposed to help activate your fullness ho- hormone and tells your yep. brain you've had enough and to stop eating. Yep. So does protein. <laughs> so does food. Oh, we have feelings. Coll- coll- collagen's not bad. What I do find is that it's it's essentially like collagen powder, collagen supplements tend to be... Um, there's, there's so a- many of them. Well, there's... Yeah. And, and they're, they're pricey because they're quote unquote special. Um, but a lot of times what it is, I mean, just because there is collagen in your hair and your nails and, and collagen forms a lot of connective tissue, consuming more of it is not necessarily going to improve the health of those tissues. What it is, is protein. And like we already touched on protein supplementation is not a bad thing but you're probably better off going with some cheaper whey protein if you tolerate it and not expensive collagen um, that really doesn't tend to have a lot of added benefit other than being protein. It's not on my list, but like I find like as a woman, usually when collagen is like pushed at us, it's also biotin, uh, biotin, I believe. Mm -hmm. That's also pushed at, uh, at like at least specifically women for like, nail growth and hair growth and to get that nice skin let me just tell you as somebody who did do biotin for a while don't go into that unless you're prepared for that adult acne to get worse for like (laughs) two to three weeks it it might help i don't know i'm not gonna say it did or not my both my hair and my nails grow very fast but it's just i tried it just because i had a uh, when I went blonde, I chemically burned off and gave myself a mullet. <laughs> I was trying to fix that mistake. Yeah. Hey, I looked good for a hot minute. <laughs> Probably wasn't smart to bleach your hair three times on a weekend. But point is, <laughs> like, all that acne and stuff got worse for, like, a good week until your bo- uh, my body, like, uh, uh, equaled out. So <laughs> that's my t- take on that. That's the, I would say... I'm, I might be oversimplifying it a little bit, and I'm sure if we end up getting hate mail, it's going to be about this, but um, <laughs> collagen is overhyped, um, and it is often, more often than not, marketed to women because, again, collagen makes up your hair, your nails, uh, and it has to do with the elasticity of your skin. Um, so that is really how they push it and how they market it specifically to women typically, but again, consuming that does not necessarily make it more bioavailable than regular protein. And it doesn't mean 
if I eat more of the type six, whatever the hell, those numbers are not right, but there's like seven types of collagen. If I, if I eat more of the type that is in my hair, that doesn't mean my hair is going to grow faster, look better. It just doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably not. But hey, I tried it because I was desperate at that point. A mullet does not look good on me. <laughs> or anyone. I'll stand on that. You know what? You go ahead, get that hate mail. <laughs> I'll make sure Tim gets it. Anywho, that, that'll <laughs> probably be worse than the college and hate mail will be the mullet hate mail. But you, you know, know what? I... There's some people that are very proud of their mullets. Okay, and you know what? Power to you as long as it makes you confident. Ooh. Business in the front, party in the back. You go. You you rock that up, dude. <laughs> it's my favorite. It's for my favorite uh, late night skit. Anywho. Beta al- alanine? Did I say that correctly? Yes, beta alanine. It is, um, it's one of, again, there, there is a handful, and I, I didn't want to kind of spoiler the podcast by putting them out there right ahead, but beta alanine is one of the handful of supplements that does seem to have a pretty good... I found a winner? We found a winner. It has. I'm, I'm I'm going long here, but it, but because um, I'm looking for a reference that I wanted. Um, there it is. Making you work this episode. <laughs> well, I had some of these ready, and then my computer died right before we went on the air. So I'm 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 finding them in my history. Um, beta <laughs> alanine does have some pretty supportive research um, for high intensity exercise lasting from 30 to 60 seconds all the way up to 10 minutes. So beta alanine is supportive of more of a sprint workout. Um, it's pretty it's pretty widely used by CrossFitters and, and probably track athletes. I mean, it, it, it works by, I have this, works by increasing muscle carnosine stores. It's carnosine, sorry. I do know that word, which can increase by more than double after two weeks of supplementing uh, beta alanine. Uh, this elicits several benefits in your gym performance, playing a key role in the buffering of hydrogen ions and other metabolites that lead to burn and muscular fatigue. So it does, uh, improve your, your resistance to fatigue. Um, Matt Frazier is, a he's a five time world's fittest man, CrossFit games takes took beta alanine and in, in his words he said it felt like i had a third lung now that may be his take on it but it definitely it, it basically it shows that it can uh, be a factor in improving your muscle hypertrophy your muscle growth and reduce fatigue so so beta alanine yes so i need to go find some and put it in my amazon cart is what i need to do in my life Cool. <laughs> and, and what you will find, like most supplements, you will find it in gimmicky forms packaged uh-huh. with a bunch of other shit you don't need. You can get pure beta alanine. It basically looks and sort of tastes like table sugar. Um, and you take it, as long you tend to want to take it at the same time every day. It's sort of, a, it, it builds up a, a dose in your system, but you want to take it as a pre-workout, I would say, you know, in, in, in a window before beginning your workout, it will give you the same effect, uh, does for some people that a lot of pre-workouts do, which is kind of itchy, tingly face. 
Uh, so know that. So far, I've seen it in almost pre-workouts. You can buy it uh, separately on Amazon, though. Just throwing that out there. Yep. And I actually, you're probably finding exactly the one I use, which is, it's like bulksupplements.com. It's literally a bag with a little orange logo on it of pure beta alanine. Sixteen ninety six. Yep. And <laughs> you can put it in something. Again, it's a pre-workout, so it doesn't necessarily do you good to have it in your water and drink it during your workout. It may still get some benefit, but I mean, if, you, if you're one of those people who wants it, the pre-workout effect, um, take it all in a small amount of fluid or you know if you're one of those people dry scoop it um you know it'll get in you faster and something's you will... wrong with you if you dry scoop i'm sorry <laughs> I dry scoop it um and... <laughs> there's something wrong with you yes i at least take it like a shot <laughs> many things well, again this is this is anecdotal but i have found that if you take it and you drink it down after you've dry scooped it versus um, taking it sublingually, which is a fancy way of saying you put it under your tongue or you, that is literally what that means, but you put it in your mouth and let it, let it absorb right into your mouth without washing it down, it kicks in faster. That is 100% my experience. Don't, don't look that up anywhere because I don't know that that's out there. But, <laughs> If I if we're about to start the workout and I realize shit I should have taken this 20 minutes ago, that's how it works. <laughs> I tried to dry scoop once, one time, and it came it, it, it did not work out well for me. <laughs> then again, and we'll get probably get to this. I've t taken my pre-workout at least a 20 different ways just to see like what is the most I don't know what the word is if it's the not i was gonna say not pleasurable the most like i guess the word is pleasurable like the best way to take it that like dry scooping is not pleasurable no and that's probably again not the word i need but that's the one i have right now tolerable <laughs> there you go thank you i was like i don't know what's going on here but yes the most tolerable i think you went too far in the other direction <laughs> yeah and then again i still have to get you the jello shot one. Anywho. I'm, uh, I will try anything once. <laughs> except uh, cauliflower. Oh my god. It's not that bad. Just, you have to salt the water. Something. Anyways. Put butter on it. Put butter on it. Anywho. Speaking of cauliflower. Um, essential greens. Or green powder. <laughs> where it usually, is, uh, usually consists of. You know cauliflower, broccoli, cabbage, leeks, any vegetables that happens to be something you don't get a lot of throughout the day. Again, the, the eye roll that just again, again, I mean, I mean, and that's, that's good. I think I'm hoping people are picking up that a lot of these are the same answer. It is an expensive way to get a processed form of something that you really can just eat. Um, if Except you, if you don't like cauliflower, sir. Well, there's, there's other vegetables, but, but I mean, yeah, if you, if you have a variety where it is nice is, um, vegetables, especially that they say, you know, you're supposed to eat a rainbow, a lot of different colors, a lot of different varieties. 
people tend to stick to a lot of the same vegetables. Um, a green supplement is not necessarily a bad thing by any means. It contains a lot of good stuff. It's just, again, it's an expensive supplement um, that you can, it doesn't have anything you can't get from eating the foods it's made from. It's, it's really, it's, there's a convenience factor to it, which is really nice. Somebody who does not like to eat a lot of vegetables or just doesn't. um, Or don't have time. Yeah. In that case, I mean, if you know that your diet is deficient in vegetables, then yes, I think it's a, it's a good supplement because again, it's something that you are missing supplements are are intended to be just that they're secondary to what you're eating with your dietary intake but it's the same with the protein you know i could i could easily say you know just eat more chicken eat more steak whatever it is um, rather than supplementing protein the fact of the matter is most people can't or don't eat that much protein in animal form and so a supplement is is helpful uh, it's really the same here. Again, it's not bad, but it if your diet is pretty solid, it's probably not worth what it costs in added benefit. Yeah. I mean, as somebody who has like, I have bloom greens in my in my cabinet right now. Uh, it, I mean, there it, it's it's helpful. I've found that it does like again as a woman. Like, I didn't even get on bloom like. Um, a friend of mine who was having trouble with like bloating around that time of the month. Um, she was telling me how like this helped and like eating and I found it was effective in that sense. So. (laughs) I mean, and I have had people who are, they're on, they're on a green supplement and they, they feel better. I mean, again, it's not bad for you by any means. If you feel better on it, if you feel that there's an added benefit, I mean, go wild. I mean, nobody ever got worse from eating more vegetables. That's the thing. And if you happen to be getting a specific benefit from something that's in it, there's like a hundred vegetables in some of these things. So being able to chase down what that is and just eat that can be tough. Um, Also, you could try like a V8. It's it's the original green supplement. No. So, uh, story, uh, story time on my side. Um, my mom growing up, she made me drink nothing but V8 to the point where like when, uh, I got blindfolded for blind testing, you know how you do at camp. Like they're like, Oh, here, try this. Guess what it is. And I literally said, instead of saying like tomato juice, I was like, V8. You go to, I was, I was a lonely child and was put in a lot of camps. A lot of inner city camps. Okay. <laughs> it was like it was like one day they put gave you cotton candy, but like I literally told them what brand of V eight they had, and they're like they waved their hand in front of my face like I felt the wind, as, like they were gonna hit me <laughs> because they were wondering why I knew this this brand. It's pretty bad. Anyway, no, yeah, drinking V eight is not is traumatic for some of us. Okay. And, uh, if you have not been traumatized by V8, it is an inexpensive uh, multi-vegetable supplement that might be we worth a try. We do have really good like, energy drinks now, too. Um, okay. Uh, L. Crit- oh, God. <laughs> Why do I do this to myself? Why? 
Uh, is it citrulline? Yes, it is. Yes, it Elf is. Citrulline. Uh huh. Eh, it's it's akin to a pre workout. It's a it's a nitric oxide booster from the look of it. I don't. I'm not super up on it. I'm kind of looking at it right now. It's a non-essential amino acid, of which there are many. Um, it is found in watermelon, apparently. Ooh. Citrulline is often available as L-citrulline or citrulline malate. Um, it is a popular sports supplement pre-workout. What it does is it increases plasma levels of ornithine and arginine and increase the ammonia recycling process and nitric oxide metabolism. So that's a long way of saying it, it's mainly used for to increase performance and decrease muscle soreness. Um, it's supposed to decrease fatigue, increase performance and muscle training capacity and decrease muscle soreness. It's not typically one that i would look to the the evidence here looks solid um let's see it is not super expensive which is nice again if you're not buying what they call a proprietary blend which is somebody made something called you know x factor five and says it's uh, has a bunch of awesome stuff in i mean a lot of pre-workouts do that they'll they'll give it a cool name and it'll make you feel like you know you're on meth or something and really it's just a bunch of caffeine and niacin to make your face tingly um well that's the thing is it's uh it was trying at least on my thing it says it's a key nutrient for a belly fix or to restore uh digestive function and promote healthy metabolism don't know if that helps <laughs> so what it seems like is it's not probably going to be super good directly for changing body composition that kind of thing um, what it does is decrease fatigue um, through while you're exercising uh, it increases the rate of atp production which as we know all know atp is energy if anybody mm. did high school science that whole mitochondria thing. Um, so it does decrease fatigue. Body is the cell. Um, a single dose <laughs> may confer a training and or ben- performance benefit to athletes engaged in high intensity anaerobic exercise carried out consecutively, such as strength training or sprint sessions or power endurance that engage anaerobic metabolism. So basically... Uh, similar to the beta alanine, if you are pushing a high capacity in a shorter amount of time, it's going to affect the mechanisms that make your muscles fatigue faster, and it is going to result in less fatigue. Um, so basically also, a pre-workout. Mm-hmm. It's going to increase... Uh, production of nitric oxide there's a lot of popular no2 boosters out there nitric oxide boosters uh they're they're vasodilators they essentially dilate your blood vessels they improve blood flow uh delivers more oxygen so in that way does increase training performance um decrease muscle soreness um probably through yeah through the same same mechanisms um 
and that's the the production of lactate ammonia and acidosis even though um lactic acid is not what makes you sore after the workout it is what makes your muscles hurt during the workout uh delayed onset muscle soreness that that day or two days later is not from lactic acid buildup that said this does seem to have some added benefit in decreased soreness so i was not super familiar with this one but uh it looks like it's on the decent list for sure found another winner uh we'll have to try that (laughs) where's my coat uh add it to your amazon uh sprulina sprulina i said it (laughs) i was spelling it just to make sure (laughs) what do we think it's probably on the bullshit line after Uh, reading out it (laughs) it's an lg Again, it's one of those, it's, uh, they're sometimes referred to as a, a superfood, which is, I mean, I, I would say it probably falls along the line of a green supplement. Uh, it, spirulina is a blue-green algae that is rich in protein, vitamins, minerals, carotenoids, and antioxidants that can help protect <laughs> cells from damage. That all sounds really awesome but that is available in most things. I think it it falls into the not harmful, but probably somewhat overhyped category in that it doesn't do anything special that a lot of other things don't do. And most of them can be found through food. Uh, Spirulina does tend to, it looks like it is present in a fair number of green supplements, which would make sense. Yeah. It seems like the, the type. So uh, in that same vein, general probiotics for healthy gut bacteria. <laughs> that, that is definitely more of a case-by-case one. I think that if somebody has digestive issues or they're, they've done something like taking antibiotics or something that damages your, your gut flora, um, probiotics, they they do what they say they are pro uh things living inside you um they make a better environment for natural gut flora in theory i mean a lot of them are yogurts and things like that uh kombucha sort of fermented things that they should gross um they aid digestion typically mm-hmm. that said and if you don't have pre-existing issues with that uh, it's not something I would put real high on your list. And if it is something you're looking into, in most most over-the-counter probiotics or foods that are prebiotic or probiotic, they're not going to hurt you. But again, if you start doing things to mess with your, your stomach and digestive environment, uh, especially if you're not having an issue there already, you might find yourself digesting things at a faster rate than you expected. And that's a lot more trips to the bathroom my problem with probiotics honestly if it's not in like pill form is that most of the foods that have like have it are gross <laughs> they are at least to me i'm not even gonna fight it there's too many people in the world that like yogurts and such and i'm not one of them <laughs> so that like that always impacts especially like uh, uh 
for food food plan wise when you're like oh get good yogurts and i'm like that's gross i will not <laughs> i will go ahead and pass it to the other person or kombucha kombucha is also very gross um, i'm not a fan i know a lot no. of people who are but um not my thing again but i i don't really have any sort of digestive issues i i i would assume my my gut flora is just fine um so mm-hmm. i'm not going to mess with it i'm not going to try to supercharge my digestive process when i in general digest food just fine so unless you have super obvious um issues I, I there think, well the problem is so like I, and this is something like i i'm not even gonna lie i clearly am not the most uh, educated person in the world but the thing is like i didn't realize like when you have to take antibiotics so like when i got pneumonia when i got my wisdom teeth pulled out like antibiotics for all these things especially and again this is also targeted more toward women this leads to very bad a very messy downstairs (laughs) yep so like so the thing is if you don't know that you're going into these like procedures and such like that and then end up with a problem like i truly didn't for the while longest know that that was why and again i'm not not claiming to be the smartest person in the room so like knowing to take probiotics before before all these things happen it's probably best to know and there you go unless you run into these uh, run into these problems you don't know it <laughs> and i was one of those people that never ran into the problem until i became a full-fledged adult children have to explain that <laughs> and i but think it gets that's... real embarrassing buying products okay fair um and that that's where i would say it may have some utility is for people who if you're if you're going to have to or have had to do something that you know is going to mess with with your your own biotics which would be mm-hmm. antibiotics they they kill every they kill everything they are broad spectrum antibiotics so they wipe out whatever in, infection you might have but they're also going to kill everything that should be growing inside you um, mm-hmm. and you kind of have to get that back because it messes up a lot of your your body's processes um, and some people are doing it under the care of a medical professional. But other than that, if you don't have issues there, people, you know, doing that stuff just to be quote unquote healthier without any real specific goal in mind, that, that doesn't strike me as necessary. Um, yeah. that if you like kombucha and yogurt, you know, go for it. Um, but. I do recommend if you don't like kombucha in general, um, at least we've ran into this in Costco, like uh, the, what is it? I want to call it hmm, but it's like HMM brand uh, of, it tastes more like, it literally tastes like a beer. It was very weird. It was a very sweet beer. Well, it's, which is, it's fermented, so. There you go. There you go. So if you, if you like the taste of beer, but hate kombucha, that that's definitely a brand to try. It's It's everywhere else. I just ran into it in Costco. <laughs> or if you just think yogurt's gross or you can just eat yogurt greek yogurt all the yogurts <laughs> they have activia that's yogurt specifically designed to make you poop they say right in the commercials so oh yeah to keep you regular yeah I, yeah, I yeah guess jamie lee curtis said so <laughs> and we always listen to what she says well she killed michael myers more than once i mean they keep making the movie 
I think we went over it. B complex. Did we not? Um, I I think that that just falls into your your general vitamin your your B complex or your B vitamin supplementation. We've we've pretty much already touched on that. Um, it's not something I think. I'm speaking a little out of turn here. I don't have numbers on this, but that most people are deficient in, and unless you absolutely run up across a deficiency on a lab test, uh, a multivitamin is probably fine. And then you definitely touched on uh, creatine monohydrates. Uh, creatine's great. It you is, like it. It is a very good, it usually comes up as the number one, uh, it is probably still the number one most studied supplement. Um, and yeah, it increases energy production. It increases IGF hormone levels. Uh, it does a lot of things to increase muscle cell volume size. It actually increases muscle fiber size, aerobic capacity, peak power, um, all of those things. Uh, there's some myths floating around that it's bad for your kidneys, that kind of thing. Uh, in all the studies, it's been proven to be very safe. Uh, it actually, there, there's some new research out that's still pretty early on, but that it might have some mental health benefits as far as, um, staving off dementia, those kind of things. Um, that's definitely not anything I'm going to say is true yet. Um, kind of haven't shown yet. <laughs> Uh, not consistently. The side effects are, uh, I mean, bloating or dehydration. They don't always show up in the in the research, but the the more the more common uh, issues are some some dehydration, cramping, or uh, GI issues, and typically um, those don't necessarily show up. But those are really the only. Oh. I am finding some. It is incredibly safe and is even used to treat brain diseases such as Alzheimer's. So, Ooh. okay. Um, Again, something I probably need to throw into my stuff. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Um, but in in terms of bloating or GI issues, this, this tends to only occur in study participants who take excessive doses above the recommended range. Um they do tend to recommend, or they used to, a a loading dose of creatine, where in the initial period you're taking way more of it, and then you sort of taper down. The study's mixed on whether you need to do that. Um, you probably it may not build in your system quite as fast if you don't do that, but I don't think you necessarily need to front load it. Um, I could be wrong on that, but um, if you're gonna get one supplement. Uh, that would be the one. Um, especially of just generally the three that we've so far, I think we said only three We're on, on the good spectrum of things you really need to do. That's really always good for somebody who's doing like, uh, um, work that, that requires you to stay on your feet for a long time. The creatine, the, uh, BCAAs, all that fun stuff. If you take that at the beginning of your shift, it'll help you at least, especially like if you are timed or if you just need to get a bunch of it done really quickly at the beginning, that's always really good to take like on your drive over so that, <laughs> that you don't dread it as much. <laughs> and hopefully you've gotten enough sleep. <laughs> Speaking of, for some reason on one of these lists, 
sleep is one of the supplements. It's like, don't think of it typically as a supplement. However, sleep quality is important. If you go back and listen to our sleep episode, I believe I said if sleep was a pill, they wouldn't be able to keep it on the shelves. Mm-hmm. And I stand by that. You said it in three episodes now, actually. Well, including <laughs> this one? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to keep saying that shit. It's going to be a tagline. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, to to that end, there's a bunch of stuff you can use to help you get sleep other than like the sleep hygiene, hy- oh, pfft, I could talk, <laughs> sleep hygiene that we, uh, that was uh, argued about <laughs> last episode. Um, that's including uh, sleep drinks that, you know, you can find at almost every store, um, the uh, Neuro brand that does like um, energy drinks, they have a sleep uh, drink that you can use. I do uh, recommend only taking a couple drinks of off of it. I have taken that and then passed out for three days straight. <laughs> so really good sleep. Um, there are, I, I will probably say this now because I want them to bring this back. Um, Rockstar used to have a um, drink years ago. It was when uh when my son was really small, so clearly at least at least six to seven years ago, called Rockstar Relax. That was also a really good uh, supplement to help you relax and fall asleep. Clearly, they went out of uh, went out of style because Rockstar's known for their energy drinks, and people were drinking it to you know perk up, and pa- they ended up passing out. <laughs> what? Yeah, probably. I mean, even though it was like in a bright like Dayquil and Nightquil. Yeah, I mean, I uh, would definitely recommend not using Nightquil. I also don't recommend like, and you can definitely correct me on this, but like, I know people. Some people take melatonin pills, and I personally don't agree with doing that, just because your body already makes melatonin. If you can find things that'll provide it without adding to it, so that you can, I don't know, keep your tolerance up. Correct me. <laughs> I'm I'm drowning here. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, melatonin is it's a it's a hormone yeah, that your body produces in response to darkness. It kind of helps with um, timing of your your circadian rhythm or your your sleep wake cycle, and so it can it's naturally produced. Um, I it's most people I've to, I don't know a ton about the science um what this what i do see here is being exposed to light at night can block production of melatonin naturally in your brain so that's kind of we talked about when you get up in the middle of the night you don't hop on your phone try not to turn the lights on kind of thing but people who do shift work and that kind of stuff um, that can really mess with your sleep wake cycle Uh, i've had people that take melatonin and it they swear it just puts them on their ass. I've also had people that take melatonin and they're like, eh, I think I dreamed a little more, but it didn't necessarily. Personally, I haven't tried it enough to, to have, I, I didn't really feel a whole lot different when I was trying it out, but I also wasn't having just melatonin. Of, sorry. Yep. Just, just pure melatonin. Um, but I wasn't really having much of an issue with my sleep. Yeah, so there's uh, Nero, which is N-E-U-R-O, that has a brand of sleep drink that's really good that I mentioned before. There's also Som, which is S-O-M. That's a really good sleep drink. It's about the size of a, uh, the small Red Bull. 
that one again just you don't a whole a whole can can last me a week like it's just that good to help fall asleep also um if you happen to love costco costco has a um sleep shot that we recent <laughs> me and my husband recently tried and when i say that thing knocked me out <laughs> it was definitely it was definitely one of the better um better ones and i'll look it up neuro has quite a range of products here they do sleep bliss sonic probucha hmm. mm -hmm. trim aqua immune and gasm okay well they've kind of covered the whole market there I'm not, I can't go further into, into all of those. I have maybe, right maybe on. not, maybe not this episode. Um, no. Neurosleep uh, combines melatonin with 5-HTP magnesium. Um, magnesium is been shown to have a little, a little bit of benefit for sleep. Um, magnesium is also it's a, it's essentially a, a low level muscle relaxer and, when I say low level, I mean, it, it's not like muscle relaxers that they're going to prescribe you, but it helps with, um, night cramps typically. Um, and just people who it, it, it can, it can relax your muscles a little bit, which if, you know, if you're staying awake cause you're twitching, I mean, just some simple magnesium might be something to take a shot at that is also included in, in the neural sleep. So it might be something to that. Um, I wish I could find that brand. I could run to get it, but it's in my because it's in my room right now. I took I took a half a shot just because I knew that the full shot would knock me out and I couldn't wake up in the morning. But it's like uh not trimline or trivaline or something like that. And I'll probably remember it by next next week. But um, that's the sleep shot that uh that I think that is also wild. You can order it from Costco. It's really good. And if you order anything from Costco, you can always return it if you don't like it too. That's why I always recommend anything from Costco. <laughs> Costco sponsor us. Oh, Everybody just sponsor us. What else you got? I usually had it more prepped, but I'm at the end of my list. <laughs> I'm pretty close to the end. Do you okay. have anything that I didn't uh, touch on? You want to want to speak out and speak your truth about? I mean, just I mean the top five. I would say that are useful. Obviously, your number one is going to be your creatine. Um, yeah, I mean, your fish oils are good. Your apparently uh, your, your, your citrulline, um, but caffeine um, is one that that didn't I mean, caffeine when when dosed correctly and taken at the right time. Uh, is a performance enhancer. It's a good thermogenic. I mean, caffeine gets a bad rap, but it really it has so many benefits. It's an it's a performance enhancer. It does a lot of great things for you, and you just need to not have too much and not take it too late in the day. But when used correctly, caffeine is great. Uh, does a lot of good things. I won't go super deep into it, but uh, again, we it, will one day, not today. <laughs> yeah, but it, it gets a it gets a bad rap. I think people talk about a caffeine addiction, and then you know if you're having ten coffees a day and you're drinking them at seven o'clock at night and then you can't go to sleep, that's one thing. But again, when used properly, 
Uh, caffeine's great. Mm. Um, it's true nature, by the way. The one from uh, um, from Costco that I was talking about. Yeah. It is true nature, and it comes with one gram of melatonin in it, of course. Um, you know what? I'm going to send you a picture of this because I can't. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to put anybody through the torture of me trying to figure out how to say these things. Hold on mom- momentarily. Yeah, for anybody that's wondering, we are not in the same room. Clearly, it sounds like it. <laughs> We're not even in the same city. <laughs> oh, yes, this is true. <laughs> I always forget. But I just sent it to you, but that's all the ingredients in it. It's also a 24-pack at Costco. Tell me if you really want it. Really want to sleep for the next month. There you go. Niacin, interesting. Vitamin B, magnesium, and zinc. Yep. I mean, uh, some chamomile, some valerian root. It kind of looks like and and melatonin. It's a good mix of the, I would, I guess, I would say, clinical and natural things they tend to recommend for sleep so that that mix makes sense to me that doesn't look like there's a ton of uh extra loose crap in there (laughs) it's probably gonna be in part of the goodie bag i bring you next time we meet up (laughs) nice anytime you see the words proprietary blend be wary because that means for lack of a better term, that means sawdust. It means they can put whatever they want in there and they're not going to tell you. And usually the ingredients that they are putting on the label are they're in smaller number than what you would think. And there's a lot of filler. Don't say sawdust. It's remind me of a Reddit story. There's a Reddit story of a, a guy that put literal sawdust in his like girlfriend's food to help her lose weight. <laughs> well, that's horrible. Oh, I had a a quick story because we're we're a little heavy on time here. Not that that's... Oh, trust me. There's going to be a lot of trimming in this. (laughs) Don't even worry about it. Oh, good. Um, This was um, a few years back when I I had a doctor who was a naturopath, which, again, I'm, I'm not opposed to them at all. I actually, I think they're definitely, there's a lot of benefits to having... Um, a doctor who doesn't pump you full of pills and drugs. Um, what I really liked about this guy, I'd say I would go to him and I would say, I would like this test. I would like to look at these labs and he would just write the order, which would mean I could get them covered by insurance. Um, nowadays, uh, a lot of times I just pay for that stuff my own or use an HSA, mm-hmm. but he would, um, he's the one who did my food sensitivity test, a few of those things, but I just went into him to get some basic lab work and found out I was, um, anemic and that I had my number of red and white blood cells was just low. Uh, I, I was in, and my energy levels were slightly down. Uh, I did not that I was noticeable that that's the reason I got testing. Uh, he immediately said, you're anemic, put me on iron. Um, I, I started. Like everybody needs iron. So I started taking iron, um, and this is where it gets interesting. Came back to him a while later. Uh, he did a follow-up test of my my general blood panel, but also of my iron levels. Found out my iron level was now super high because I was taking all the supplemental <laughs> iron, um, and my anemia had not improved. So 
Um, it's just kind of an interesting kind of a buyer beware story here. I mean, you, you, you can start treating something, especially if you're doing it yourself with supplements. Um, you can say this is a common way to treat condition X. That doesn't mean it's going to work. Uh, one of the most common types of anemia is an iron deficiency. Um, that was not the problem. I ended up on a lot of iron that I probably, I mean, I was fine. You probably but beat out. <laughs> didn't need to be taking. And my iron levels in my blood were an awful lot higher than they probably should have been. Um, but it didn't fix the problem and, and it required a little more. So I'm, I'm not one to talk about excessive medical testing, especially if you're not having a problem. But just know that just because it, something says a supplement fixes this does not mean it does. And even if you're under the care of a medical professional, it's still just because it says it does this does not mean that it does. This is true. Grain of salt. <laughs> To, to, to be fair, also I'm definitely a... what? Also, salt's good for you. Salt is very good for you. I think we said that in the first truth of it because it was like, go eat less salt, and I said, not on your life, <laughs> unless you have hypertension or other cardiovascular issues, um, and you're consuming excessive salt. Uh, salt's good for you. That's true. I was uh, I was thinking during your story. I was thinking about two things. Um, one is that like I, first when it comes to supplements, I I do believe in like taking especially vitamins, because um, for me, I can't donate blood without a plan, because I always fall right under, <laughs> right under the uh, required iron levels. And get disqualified almost every time. <laughs> so I have to go, like, I have to eat my spinach right and take an iron pill right before if I'm going to do so. Um, so you're, you're blood doping so you can make blood donations? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's for a good cause. Donate blood, I guess. Sure. Um, um, I mean, if you can, probably should. Now, they'll constantly hit up my husband because he's like, I've got the super blood. I've got that O negative. And I was like, okay, whatever. Super not special. Love you, but now. Um, <laughs> also, um, yeah, I, I definitely have tried to take supplements for like basic blood tests. I took a, uh, got a blood test done and they were like, oh, you've got to do this, that, and the other. But one of the things that they, because they give you tips for how to uh, fix whatever, and they're like, oh, you should um, you should drop coffee out of your diet. And I said, nobody needs that in their lives. Nobody right. wants to see me without coffee. <laughs> I am too powerful for that. <laughs> but other than that, stay on, stay on your supplements. If they make you feel good, definitely like... As long as they're not hurting you, I mean, your body knows what's best for you on some level. <laughs> Unless I mean, your body's doing something bad to you. I, don't I know. mean, I think that's that's the biggest takeaway of this is there's not a lot of supplements that are going to hurt you. Um, even, a, you know, basic to, to get a toxic overdose of most over-the-counter things, you're not going to do it. Um, and any, any side effects that are detrimental, you're going to notice them.
pretty yeah early. sometimes if you uh take iron pills your pee turns yellow like highlighter you know like not the healthy yellow <laughs> it's not very good for you <laughs> but anyway <laughs> What you are going to do potentially is spend a lot of money that is, yes, just going to make your pee yellow and either A, give you things that you could be getting from food or are getting from food um, just because, uh, you know, a vitamin or a, a substance is useful for a process in the body does not mean you need to supplement it unless you are deficient. If you're not sure, there's usually ways to check. But if you're not having a problem, um, other than the, the specific supplements that we kind of gave the thumbs up to here, there's not a ton out there that have solid evidence that they're going to be a performance booster. So if you're trying to get an edge by taking some of these, most of the time... Um, don't believe the hype and save your money. Neuro, neuro orgasmic, because, uh, anyhow. <laughs> well, uh, I, I wasn't. <laughs> I can't say I've tried that one. Um, no comment. I plead the fifth. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Both Sides of Fit. If you enjoy our content, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Play, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on Instagram at Both Sides of Fit or contact us with comments, feedback, or suggestions at bothsidesoffitpod at gmail.com. Stay safe, stay healthy.